Welcome to the Social Complex Podcast, where we are diving into the complex impact and influence of social media on brands, brains, and the bigger picture of our modern world. Here's your host, Hillary Applegate. Hello. Hi. Howdy. Welcome to this week's episode of the Social Complex Podcast. This week, I had another topic in mind, but with everything going on in the Twitterverse, no other topics can compare. We've got to discuss Elon and Twitter. If you live under a rock, here's the quick scoop. Elon Musk and Twitter have come to a verbal agreement for the sale of Twitter at approximately $44 billion, which comes after weeks of online provoking from Musk himself. The Tesla billionaire also had been quietly purchasing more stocks of Twitter since January of 2022, eventually working his way up to over 5% stake by mid-March. The story of how this deal came to fruition is fascinating. Not only is it a massive deal of one of the most popular social media networks in the world, it also herky-jerked on such a public scale that the world got a front row seat to a slice of how the deal shook out. We don't always get such an intimate look at how strategic communications can make or break a deal like this. So this is especially interesting. This episode, we're going to be asking questions. How did this happen? What were some of the indicators that this was going to happen? Is it a shady practice? And how is it going to impact the future of social media? Let's start from the beginning. Why Elon and why Twitter? Elon is not a stranger to controversy on his Twitter platform. He has had plenty of foot and mouth moments, like the time he faced trial for defamation after tweeting about a British cave diver, Vernon Unsworth. Musk got pissed when the caver mocked the rescue plans that Musk had put together for a team of young footballers that were trapped in a cave system in Thailand. I don't know if you remember that, but he uh, called Unsworth a pedo guy on Twitter. And that was when he had 22 million followers. So pretty much everyone got upset with Musk for claiming that and it went to trial. And (laughs) he was like, I meant it as a joke and I wasn't being serious. And he was found of no wrongdoing and was exonerated. His tweets have also had a history of causing a ton of shareholder conundrums. Fortune.com released an article titled The Seven Elon Musk Tweets That Have Sent Tesla Shares on a Roller Coaster Ride. The fact that there are seven is phenomenal. Here are some highlights to give context about these tweets and their impact. So, May 2020. Musk released a series of tweets that he announced he was selling almost all of his belongings, wouldn't own a home, and expressed that he thought that Tesla was trading too high. And subsequently, the shares dropped 10%. It only lasted three days, but still, shares dropped 10%. In February of 2019, Musk predicted that Tesla would produce 500,000 cars, but ended up correcting himself a few hours later to 400,000. And in response, the stock fell 3.7%. He also had an April Fool's joke in 2018 saying that Tesla had gone bankrupt quote, despite intense efforts to raise money, including a last minute ditch sale of Easter eggs. That sent the stock down 8.1%. And in 2018, I feel like we all remember this, he had mentioned that he was going to take Tesla private at $420 a share. Shares jumped 11%. And then the real world realized that it was a joke. 420 is a joke. Musk and Tesla both ended up individually paying $20 million fines to settle fraud charges. And Musk had to step down as chairman for three years after that. But Musk remained completely unfazed and tweeted that the fine was well worth it. 
All this to say, Musk has been an anomaly on Twitter. Users are never quite sure if he's being serious or if he's being facetious, which leaves the general public pretty confused on how to respond to his hot takes. I mean, the guy was just trolling users saying that 69.420% of statistics are false. He knows there's power and ambiguity and humor, especially among the Twitter platform fan base. So take that fluctuating level of trust and discernment and put it into 2022. His tweets started revving up around Twitter, user privacy, algorithm transparency, and how Twitter fits into the overall picture around free speech and democracy. So you know that Musk has been buying up shares of Twitter quietly starting in January of 2022. Then you get into March where Musk starts talking smack about Twitter on Twitter. He started taking shots at the company, including his belief that the Twitter algorithm should be open source. He even made a poll to see if his followers on Twitter agreed and a resounding 82.7% agreed among 1.1 million votes. He also used the poll function on Twitter to ask if free speech is essential to a functioning democracy and do users believe that Twitter has, quote, rigorously adhered to that principle. So with over 2 million votes on that one, 70.4% of users did not believe that Twitter was adhering to free speech. What was also really fascinating about that tweet is that he had responded to that poll about free speech saying that the consequences of the poll will be important. Please vote carefully. So when you think about that now in retrospect over a month later, you can have a guess that during that time, he probably was thinking about the purchase of Twitter. He also tweeted the question if a new platform was needed, insinuating that he would be curious to lead the next wave of social media platforms. I don't know if anyone fully believes that he would want to acquire and shake up the platform at that time, but a few weeks later, here we are. While all of this is going down, the Twitter executive team and board are not, quote, on board with Elon's takeover, for lack of a better word. As the news of his share purchases became public knowledge, Musk is invited to join the Twitter board, and he swiftly rejects that seat without a board seat. He doesn't really have any requirement to act in the best interest of Twitter shareholders. So since this whiplash is going on publicly... Everybody and their mother is looking at it like, what is actually happening here? What's going on? There's a lot of speculation flying around about what the future of Twitter holds, if it's actually going to exist. A few days later, Musk offers to buy the whole company. And within a day, Twitter adopts a poison pill approach for Musk's ability to take over Twitter to pretty much say that's not happening. Um, and a, a poison pill is a rights plan that allows shareholders to purchase shares at a discount. So if any shareholder exceeds 15% ownership, Everyone else can buy up at a lower price, which will essentially dilute Musk's stake. So all this is going down and Musk is talking about the fact that he is meeting with Morgan Stanley to consider a leveraged buyout, lining up $46.5 billion in funding and ultimately talking with the board to come to an agreement that Twitter will indeed accept his offer at $54.20 per share. And they're expecting the deal to close in 2022. So how did we get from poison pill to a deal? <laughs> what we're experiencing with this deal is something we've never really seen before. This deal was made much more complicated with public insight into Elon Musk's strategy. He uses his Twitter platform and influence and ability to communicate with the masses to essentially gather data from users on how they want the platform to look, put pressure on shareholders to join him and his journey to acquire the company and ultimately make the Twitter board look stupid by rejecting their offer so publicly. Ultimately, I think that his usage of Twitter 
and communication with the public is what put enough pressure on the board to make this deal go through. And while the deal is not complete until the dotted line is signed, it's officially underway and we'll see if it actually ends up happening. But more importantly, I would not be surprised if we start to see more of this level of transparency and off-the-cuff communication from CEOs and executives in the future of various platform acquisitions. I mean, when you think about how much power Elon Musk has over share value through his actions on social media, mainly Twitter, you have to wonder how that power power dynamic will continue to shift in the future. How will government entities monitor, track, and ultimately investigate or prosecute online actions? Where's the line between freedom of speech and coercion of sale? Is there something else at stake that Musk doesn't want to be in the press and this is all a distraction? We really don't know. With how calculated Elon Musk has been, even under the veil of relatability and relevancy as he's posting memes and jokes, you have to wonder what all this is for. How long has this been on his roadmap? What implications will it have on the future? And I mean, even a slight eyebrow raise by a powerful takeover from a billionaire of the same platform that he has used to sway perception of the value of a company with so much volatility. So what does the purchase of Twitter mean for social media? If it goes through, here's what I would expect to see. Increased discussion and debate around free speech versus fake news. I know we've seen it in the news before, but I anticipate that conversation will be back in headline forefront soon. With different platforms evolving the lines on what they consider fake news and what they consider freedom of speech. I'd also expect to see more transparency around how algorithms are working. There's been a long-standing discussion around whether algorithms are, quote, shadow banning accounts that have been in some way violating their terms without actually banning a user or removing a post. A shadow ban is alleged to decrease the reach and visibility of certain creators, content, and information on social channels. So while it's purely speculative and has not actually been officially confirmed, an open source algorithm would answer a lot of those questions, which is something that Elon Musk has vowed that would be a very beneficial part of a social media platform. And I'd also expect us to see a war on spam. It has been suggested for years that less than 60% of web traffic is human, with bots masquerading as people through fake clicks, mouse movements, viewership, followers, and beyond. Bot traffic inflates metrics of success, especially on social platforms. With a war on spam accounts, this will ultimately decrease the reported number of users on various platforms, decrease consumer metrics and possibly even have a correction in markets that rely on digital user data as measures of growth. In the long run, though, that will bring more reliability to the digital ecosystem, which is always a great thing, especially for brands and marketers that are looking to invest in their online consumer outreach. That's where my brain is these days. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We're in one of the most transformational times in the world with technology connecting us more than ever before. When is the last time that you've been able to directly communicate with a billionaire as he's deciding on his next acquisition? Even in the 2000s, this wasn't even a remote possibility. Everything is shifting so quickly. I'm fascinated by how all of it's going to shake out in the coming decades and generations. And while hindsight may be 2020, that doesn't mean we can't have some fun analyzing and speculating while this is all shaking out in the real time. Thanks for coming along for the ride, but I want to hear from you. What implications do you think the Elon Twitter deal will have on social media in the future? Head on over to our Instagram at your social HQ. That's Y-O-U-R-S-O-C-I-A-L-H-Q to drop your thoughts in the comments. I'm curious to hear how you see this playing out. 
Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you back here next Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Social Complex Podcast. Your support means the world to me. So if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, be sure to leave a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. We'll be releasing a new episode every Tuesday, bringing you various stories, deep dives, and discussions around the complexities of social media in our modern world. To follow along for more, be sure to follow us at Your Social HQ on Instagram or check out Social HQ at www.yoursocialhq.com. I'm your host, Hillary Applegate, and I'll see you back here next week. Stay sane out there.